This podcast is brought to you by LTASex.com. Live, laugh, love, LTA Sex. Welcome to Behind Closed Doors, the podcast where we teach you what it really takes to have a perfect relationship. I'm your host, Jerome Stuart Nichols, sex educator and creator of LTSX.com. You know, those glossy Instagram selfies look great, but they don't tell the whole story. There's a hell of a lot that goes on behind closed doors that make strong, healthy, and sexually satisfying relationships. From the basics of communication and fighting fair, to full-time DS relationships and navigating the politics of polyamory, Behind Closed Doors offers you the expert advice and first-hand experience you need to get and maintain the relationship that's right for you. To keep up with the show, visit ltasex.com slash Behind Closed Doors for links to everything regarding the show. Subscribe to Behind Closed Doors on iTunes or Stitcher. You can keep up with me on Twitter at NotJeromeStewart or on Tumblr at ltasex.tumblr.com. Oh, and as always, if you have questions you want to answer or have some feedback about the show, uh, send it to me, Jerome at LTASX.info, J-E-R-O-M-E at L-T-A-S-E-X dot I-N-F-O. But enough of this shilling bullshit, let's get into the sex and relationships. Everything sucks. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, but no, really, everything really, really does suck. Um, this episode of Behind Closed Doors is an interesting one because it's, we're just going to call it the Grumpy Cast. Uh, both Bubby and I are not feeling our best when it comes to what allow us to uh, get those feelings out. Or sort of get some positivity out of where we are right now, which is not uh, not the greatest individually. Together, we're doing pretty fine, actually, which is surprising. But um, individually, we're not in tip-top shape. In fact, right now, I'm sitting in front of a bright white light. Uh in an attempt to raise my mood because we both suffer from sad or seasonal affective disorder uh so anything that i can do to pump up some more energy inside of my body would be great because as you can tell by the way i'm talking energy is just not something that i am uh, brimming with right now Sadly, um, and also despite all this bullshit that's been going on emotional wise, I'm trying to keep consistent on these behind closed doors episodes. I don't like, I don't like, um, just stopping the work I do for LTA sex when I don't feel good. I love. I love when I'm in the middle of talking and all of a sudden my computer gets a blue screen of death so I lose whatever train of thought I was having just then. How fun. Not really. Not at all. That's what just happened in case you're wondering. Um, you probably didn't notice it but after about 2.50 uh, my computer had a blue screen of death and now I'm 
picking back up where I left off and honestly I had a slight bit of energy that is just now gone so donate to my patreon patreon.com slash keep it sexy if you want more of these boring ass <laughs> these like authentic ass I should say I shouldn't be so down on myself but these authentic ass episodes because honestly even though we're not feeling bad and this is one of the odder episodes um I like the content of it and it's important that you pay attention not just to what we say but also to what we do um I don't know if I explained this very clearly at the end of the podcast but you know, we're just sort of talking in this episode and we're talking about things that work for us. But, um, you know, at the same time, we're showing how you can live and be depressed and anxious and whatever and still have a grumpy, happy life together. We're two mopey motherfuckers right now, but we damn sure love each other. And that is something that we're trying not to lose sight of even though everything sucks so if you want more of these shows patreon.com slash keep it sexy Bubby is stirring in his sleepy bed I can see him he looks so adorable just so grumpy he's a grumpy little Bubby burrito snoring bumpy Bubby burrito um and I guess let's really get into the sex and relationships. Woot. Puppy, if you don't just like this goddamn cigarillo and shut the fuck up. <laughs> I understand that everything is terrible, but come on. Come on! Shut up. You shut up. That's how I feel about everything as well. You brought me a knife and not a fork, didn't you? Uh-uh. Where's the fork? Because I would really like this avocado right now. I handed it to you last night. There. There's a fork. There. With a knife. There's clearly not a fork. There is. Clearly not. Also, the top of this is brown. Oh, that's disgusting. It smells bad too. Is that al dente, bitch? <laughs> Do you even know what that means? <coughs> you trying to give me a heart attack? Okay, Demi Lovato. Is that a Demi Lovato song? Heart attack. Don't act like you don't know. I've never. Yes, you have. Ever. <laughs> <laughs> on purpose or with knowledge that it was Demi Lovato heard a Demi Lovato song 
Okay. I mean, no, but no. <laughs> Thank God we still have all this weed. I feel like. You feel like? This is Bobby's first time actually going through this. The transition? Yeah, because last year... You just was, woke up in the fall? Yeah, it was already just fall. And then it was winter. This weed smells good. You want to smell? And now, doesn't it make you feel almost better, but not quite? It's like everything f- makes you feel like positive, <laughs> but not good. Positive. Don't put it out on here. This is what I'm going to use to roll. Mm. There's a. I don't want to roll. I got you. Thank you. So all you're going to do is complain all day, anyway. Yes. I am. I know. I'm gonna complain so all hard. All day. All day. Fuck everyone. Fun, it's what I do every day. I know. What you are complain. you talking about? It's so much fun. It's my hobby. It's like my favorite thing to do. You know what that bitch did? That's why I like gossip, is because it's just complaining about people. It is gossip. That is exactly what it is. It's love long distance and complaining about people who don't know what the fuck al dente is. <laughs> Don't you even know your fucking French term? God damn it! I got a message on Scruff from someone named Jay. If it's that gross guy, I'm gonna be really, really annoyed. It is. Are you sure? Mm -hmm. Oh no, it's that cute guy. The piggy boy. Mm. The one with the big ass and the gigantic dildos. The bag of dicks. The bag of dicks. The gigantic duffel bag of dicks. Let's let's, let's not undersell our homeboy's commitment to his anal stretchiness. (laughs) Which it should also be mentioned that I'm not at all against. I love him in a stretchy asshole. Yeah. I thought he was cool, peoples. He's just like piggy, and we had to learn how to like have sex with one another. I thought you only met him once. I did. We oh. still have to. I'd meet him again. I thought he was cute. I also like that he's so like horny and hungry. Like, gimme, 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 gimme. I like that about you too. Because you're not like that all the time. You're more sweet about asking for what you want. But you're still a pig. You're like, put it in me! Put it in me! Basically. Basically. Yeah. That was literally the noise your asshole made made the last time I fucked you. God, like two weeks. 
think I'm dying, but at the same time, I don't want anyone to touch me ever. Exactly! Ever. Like, all I want is someone to touch me, and all I hate is everyone touching me. I want to touch me. I don't even want to touch you. Don't touch me. Like, I don't even want to touch you, and yet I can't. Like, that's the only thing I want in the world is to touch you. Like, you'll notice we keep sitting, like, two inches apart. This is close enough. This is close enough. And you know how I am with cuddling, too. I know, you love cuddling. And I'm just like, no. And me, I'm not a big cuddling fan, per se, but I definitely will be like, I want want my bear. Mm -hmm. I'm not good with cuddling in general. I'm good with cuddling with certain people. I want you to touch me and no one else. Me. Yeah. Because they know how to touch you? No, it's because I've let down my guard with you, specifically. Mm. You've paid the troll toll. Paid the troll. Okay, so I've overstuffed this bowl, and I put wax on top. What's the problem here? I, I was just warning you. I don't need a warning. I'm not. Listen a here, you're white. Label. You're white? I'm free white and 21. You're free white and 22. Bitch, I'm 18. Bitch, I'm Madonna. I should have put this in the bong, although I feel like we might die. We would die, and then people would have to hear us dying, and then we wouldn't have any more episodes to record. I mean... Unless we're ghosts. We could be ghosts. I'd be okay with being a ghost. I want to be a ghost. I want to be a giant woman. Yeah, that's all I want to do. Let's help you turn into a giant woman. I wonder if people in, like, trans relationships listen to that song. And they're like... It's like this beautiful thing of like actually turning a person who's like male-bodied right now into a giant woman, tall, tall, strong woman. That'd be super cute. It's like their little theme song. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, for you and me, it's like, what does it do it for him? Do it for him. For those of you who don't know what we're talking about, we're talking about Steven Universe. God damn it! We devoted a whole fucking episode to this already. Like, we literally devoted an episode to it. Had the song in the episode. I think people know what Do It For Him is. But maybe they don't. And if they don't... They're then fucking up. They are fucking up. And the vi- and the episode is literally called Do It For Him, or it's called Sacrifice, I don't know. And it's right down in their podcast feed so they can go check out their goddamn self and doesn't have to stop me from taking this hit, which I'm going to do right now. Need to clear that hole. Yeah, you do. Shut up. I love you. You fat bitch. I'm so fat. Bubby's so fat. Just so fat. Let me see your fat cheeks. Mmm, those are fat cheeks I like. Like, are you feeling. Like at all horny? No. Like how is it working for you? My dick literally. Everything sucks. Yeah. I don't have energy. Okay. 
my dick feels numb. It feels like I'm wearing a condom over all of my skin. Like when the dentist numbs your face? Yeah, and you sort of tap it and you feel it there. It's there, but it's like, oh. It doesn't feel like yours. I don't feel it from the inside. And that's the problem. (coughs) I hate this weather. It's horrible. I hate this time of year. (laughs) Fall seems really pretty, though. It's really pretty. It's a really, like, subdued, um, like, chill time, I suppose. There's marijuana in this. What is going on? But for people with depression or people like us, let's say specifically, right now it's just a shitty, 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 horrible, shitty, shitty, no good, terrible, fucking horrible series of unfortunate days, months, weeks, shit, years, if we're being honest. What about Count Olaf did this? Count Olaf invented Fall just so that the Baudelaire orphans could be sad and even more sad than they already are. Listen, they're not sad. They persevere. They're white and they're rich. And they've got friends all over the are world. They're beautiful and dirty rich. No. They're reasonably attractive orphans. <laughs> Doesn't it actually say that? Yes. Yeah. <laughs> You're reasonably attractive. That's what they were described as in the movie. Yeah. Reasonably attractive. They are. And I like that because they're not like they're children. Mm-hmm. They're like 12. They're not supposed to be like... Hot. Yeah, like Corey Feldman in those fucking movies that we watched. What was it, Friday the 13th? You can tell that whoever was looking at him played him and dressed him so that he would be hot. Because he's cool like the 17 or 18 year old characters, quote unquote. But he's like 12. But he's like 12. And it's really disturbing. Because you look at him, and you can clearly tell that they are training him to be like this sexually attractive guy. Guy who's like, but the thing is, he's like 12. He's like four foot nothing. He just got his baby teeth. Or he's just like, just got rid of his baby teeth. Exactly, that's what I'm saying. Did you do that? But anyway. So I guess it's about that time to actually, like, get into the topic of why we're recording this Behind Closed Doors episode, huh? It was kind of, uh, hey, let's record an episode. And it was like, oh, I don't feel like doing anything, but whatever. Hey, 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 don't put words in my mouth. I specifically said, do you want to get really stoned and record an episode of Behind Closed Doors? Those were the words I actually used. Thank you very much. You listen here, Suzanne. Look here. Do you even know what alfresco means? Isn't that a place? 
In like Arizona or something? El Fresco or El Paso? El Paso is in Texas. Everything's wetter in Texas. Everything's bigger in Texas. Isn't that what they say? No, everything's bigger in Texas. <clears throat> oh, well, they're by the ocean, so it could be wetter. Okay, you know what? To be honest with you, I'm not even sure if Texas has beaches. Really? Yeah, like, I'm... <laughs> I've never heard of people going to a beach in Texas, and I'm looking at a map in my head, and I have this feeling like Texas may not exactly touch the ocean, touch the Gulf, like... (coughs) No, 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 it does. It does. On the eastern, southeastern tip, because I believe the rest of it is landlocked by Mexico. But there's a part of it that does, like a small part. Anyways, this is not what we came here to talk about. What we came here to talk about is managing to still love each other and stay in good spirits despite the fact that we hate everything and everything is terrible. Because of our sad... Because of our sadness. Seasonal. Seasonal affective disorder is what that stands for. SAD. S-A-D. Um, it's common in people who have uh, depression. Uh, but we get it. And I got it first. And one day, I was fucking him and I couldn't come. And then the next morning, I woke up and I didn't have any energy. And I couldn't get hard. And then life is just, was terrible the day after that. And then everything is just sort of like spiraled down into like being one big mess of blah sadness um, of having to stay up with caffeine and um, keep chill by staying high otherwise I'm too agitated and then we get into like fights and stuff so that's like I guess that's an easy way to transition into it is like weed yay and coffee, and coffee. substances been, been, gentle substances I have been drinking double to triple shot espressos to keep myself going but then by the time I get home I'm so exhausted and so tired well yeah cause we wear ourselves the fuck out cause like we don't have any energy to begin with like we've been up for like three hours maybe and I am ready to go back to sleep like and sleep another full eight bitch who are you kidding (laughs) like I've been ready to go to sleep since you found me this morning. Oh my god. Like, everything sucks. I hate everyone. And I just wanna... I just want to... Don't touch me. Bitch, I'm Madonna. You might as well just lay down. You're like eight feet away from the microphone. But we're gonna have to pause this anyway, because I gotta go to the bathroom. The babies look so beautiful. Yeah. Why did you get me all these cookies? Because you're fat and you need them. Yeah, I do. What the fuck just happened? Oh. What'd you do? Huh? What'd you do? Oh, I just knocked it over. Oh. Ah, my balls. Okay. Okay. 
there's like two more things I need to get, and then I'll be over there with you. Okay. One is ice cream for me. So, Bubby. Yeah. Why don't you tell people how you're feeling? How I'm feeling? Yeah. Okay. I was talking a lot, and you didn't really get to describe how you were feeling. Well, um. I'm feeling a lot of things and then nothing at all really. That's kind of how it feels. Okay, and I know it's only like noon, but uh, here's a beer. Beer? Everything sucks for you more than me, so you can drink my beer. But it's your beer. I want you to drink it. No, you drink it. I want to... No. Drink it. Drink it. Drink it! Drink it! Dip those cookies in that ice cream and you sit here and you pout. I'm so pouty. You are so pouty. Can you tell? Yes. You are frowning and grimacing. <laughs> like, when you're not actively smiling, you look like somebody is, like, stabbing you. <laughs> like, it's like horrible. <laughs> you look horrible. No, it's just... Is it, like, bitch face to an extreme? Yes. Yes. It's yes. Super Saiyan bitch face? No, it's like... Stop trying to put it in my butt. Bitch face. <laughs> it's horrible. Okay. It's horrible. But I'll be back. I got one more thing to do. Continue telling people about how you feel. <laughs> um, well, that describes how I look. Um, I feel very sad. Like I want to cry. And... All my joints just really hurt. They just ache and feel just really tired. I don't want to do shit. Like, my body just fucking hurts. I only have a little bit of energy, and that's mostly to get Mr. What He Needs, because I'm taking care of him. Otherwise, I wouldn't fucking move. Um... It's a different feeling than what I've experienced before. It seems more drawn out and intense. Because I've personally had, like, things with depression. Like, since everything happened, but, like, it hasn't been this bad. I don't think. Do you think so? Um, like it's a different feeling. It's more drawn. Back over here. To answer your question. It's more drawn out. That's what I'm explaining. Well, for me, I will say that it is. Uh, I'm more. I'm way more cognizant that it's happening. I've never before been so actively aware of how much I am suffering at the current moment. <laughs> Like today. Yes. So like, it's making it, at first I thought it was making it worse because I was just like, oh dear God. Now I, now I know instead of just like suffering and like going blank, 
I'm going blank less and being aware <laughs> that I'm suffering more. <laughs> Which sucks in, like, the active sense. But I have just um, made sure that my medication is straight and uh, smoked a whole bunch of cigarettes and <laughs> basically I'm gritting my teeth through it. Um, and it's actually, the longer it goes on, the less I'm, I'm needing to like be horribly fucked up at all times. But I mean, why not? I mean, yes, I understand this. It's but winter. It is winter. We're not going to do we, I, I feel like I have the right to you know start my midwestern drug use because it is now cold here and that's what we do when there's nothing else to do we drink we drink we smoke we fuck and then we do other illicit drugs because you know we're bored midwesterners in cornfields in cornfields i can relate to that though because i thought about it while you were talking and it's I'm wondering for myself personally if it's not similar to what you said because I do feel like I'm becoming more aware of myself and more conscious of my mind or at least trying to be. You know, I can tell that things are changing and I can tell that things maybe have changed even a little bit. You know, as of like leading up to recently just with all the conversations and the therapy and everything. I feel like it's starting to actually help more. I mean, we've talked about, like, how we communicate and how we're going to start communicating and, you know, what you expect and what you need. And, you know, I think that a lot of that really helped. But at the same time, I'm wondering if, you know, because I am becoming more aware of you know different ideas or situations or feelings that maybe that's why this feels so bad on top of having not remembering experienced it last year because I feel that I'm more aware of my body and I can tell just how stiff I am and how much it hurts and how and I never really thought of my body this much before Like, I can tell, like, oh, I'm going to have to do this stretch later to fix this or whatever. But I just don't have the energy to even fucking do it. Um. I will say. I was running out of things to say. I know. And I I was coming back to reply. (laughs) This is a weird episode. Um. I will say from the outside, you are, you are, uh, making progress, I'll say. I see you handling this better, whereas in times past when I've seen you become depressed, you were basically like catatonic you wouldn't move you wouldn't get out of bed you just moped and were sad and everything was fucking terrible I don't, I don't know if you heard me but like I was explaining my energy mm-hmm. level yeah do you hear that yeah like the only reason I'm doing stuff is because I need to take care of you mhm 
or else I would not be moving right now. And the only reason why I got up to get you this food and while we're doing the, the behind closed doors is because I need to take care of you. Really? Mm-hmm. I see this as a positive thing. You need something to take care of, and I need something to take care of, and right, I take care of you, and you take care of me, and How I think that's very sweet. Care of you? Mm-hmm. How am I taking care of you, though? Mm. You are allowing me to take care of you, which is giving me something to focus on, which gives me like a reason to like move. I won't really move for myself right now, but I'll move for you. Which then allows me to do things like get you snacks and record a podcast that we should have recorded last night, but we decided to not do that at all and go to sleep. <laughs> After that horribly long movie, <laughs> yes. I would rather watch the six hours of that other movie versus the two hours of that movie. Oh my god, but that other movie, Nymphomaniac, had all the real sex in it, including the interracial double penetration scene, which I just... I saw like the clip of that. It was just, it, it was just fantastic. I'm really proud of you. Please <laughs> put your penis away. Um, no. So like, I've seen you make progress uh, in how you're dealing with this, and I find it interesting that you are, that we are, starting to become in sync with how. We grow. Because it started that I was much farther ahead of you in dealing with my depression. Um, But then, like, you've had this crash course and you've progressed really quickly to being past where you were before your amnesia. And even, you know, expanded up into, like, more where I am where you can sort of, like... Where the next step was, you know, being cognizant and aware. Is that what I'm worried about? That's where it seems to be. Which I'm very proud of. I'm happy to see that from you. I'm proud of you. I'm proud of you for dealing with your depression. Repeat that closer to the microphone you're like eight years eight light years I away from me I just need my own microphone <laughs> <laughs> I just need a little bit I'm gonna move it closer to you so you don't have to move baby and you can talk and I'm gonna go finish seasoning this chicken and put it in the oven and then I'll come sit back down like a good what else to talk about huh what else do I talk about Oh no! This is why I don't lead these podcasts. I said you're, I, talk about your progress. How do you feel about it? Oh, okay. Um, do, do you feel that you've come as far as I think you have, or what are your thoughts on it? What, what more goals do you have as far as like dealing with your depression and whatever? Oh, okay. Thank you. I I run out of things to talk about mm-hmm. really easy. Um. <clears throat> You know, I think it's kind of surprising hearing that, honestly. Um, I know it has not ever really been an easy thing to deal with for anyone. And I guess that's really comforting to hear. 
Um, but we have been saying it to you a lot lately, right? Yeah. Me and Randy. Yeah, Randy, my therapist. Um, yeah, he said I seem more. What does he say? More aware of things. I would agree. Um, or at least like trying to be. He said sometimes I f- seem very cognizant. Yes. Um, and it's funny because my entire... I see Randy once a week. And my... Basically my therapy is going over what me and Mr. talked about. Like for the entire week. You know, different issues or things that have come up. And then... I talk about it and talk about like what I learned and how I want to expand on it. And then he helps me with feedback on how to expand. So I think that system, that's this system, I guess, of my own therapy that's being set up through talking to Mr. and writing things out for myself and then talking to Randy is very beneficial because I can't always go to Mr. for answers and Mr. really helps me get my ideas straight and then I think about it and then I guess Randy's job is to kind of help me from there I guess that's how I would describe my therapy right now anyway or how it's been going which I think is really cool but here I come to save the podcast from dead air hi everyone okay I'm sorry look at you I'm gonna say this I think it's really cool you are doing a great job, one. I know I said earlier I'm really proud of you, but I'm really proud of you. Um, and I think it's interesting that sometimes when we're off the podcast, you say that you don't feel like you contribute much to the show. And today you've been saying, you know, you run out of things to say. But just now you offered people an example of a therapy lifestyle change like plan that you used firsthand and it works for you. Really? You talk to yeah. You talk to someone you trust and that you love. Mm-hmm. And they help you understand your thoughts in real time. Yeah. You, you then, get me thinking, you got my like juices flowing mm-hmm. in my brain. And then you take that and you go and you write about it yourself to sort of process it more and understand it. And then you take it to a professional who helps you sort of put the ideas in clear words or maybe put them in action for you yeah. in a way that you can understand. Yeah. 
Because Randy helped me realize something this week, and this is something I didn't talk to you about, because I was waiting for to talk about it on here. Oh, okay. Never re-recorded. Um, you don't have to do that, by the way. We can continue to talk in real life. Okay. We'll never, I don't do we'll that. We'll never run out of stuff. I don't do that very often. Okay. It was just with this. Okay. Um, Unless you think it would make a good conversation. Then, yeah. You know. Yeah. He was reading me. He's out, he always talks about styles, like your style, your what you do, why you do it, mm-hmm. you know, your the way you do things. And he was reading about two different types of style from this book he has that explains emotions and characteristics and things. Mm-hmm. And it was actually no, it was actually it's actually part of um, DBT. Dialectic Behavioral Therapy, which is the number one, like, recommended... One of the most recommended therapies for people with um, borderline personality disorder and stuff like that. Social anxiety, depression. Um, So it was talking about your interpersonal effectiveness. So your ability to, like, communicate with people and be effective in your communication and not just say what your head says which I've that's one of my bigger problems um he was talking about how there's a passive and an aggressive style and how he was reading the descriptions and it was it was like a paragraph or two long descriptions and different ideas on the subject and it was funny because I realized the one description, the first description he gave, the more passive one, really described me and how I do things, tend to do things, and, you know, I'm very hesitant and, you know, stuff like that. And then he read the aggressive one, and I almost fucking cried because it was describing my mom to a T. <laughs> and I was like, holy shit, we were on, like, the opposite ends all the time. You know, she kind of made me into her opposite, and also, that's just kind of how I am. Mm -hmm. So that kind of added on top of it. And it really made sense to me, because it was like, oh, maybe that's why it was really hard for us to get along. Because we were on the opposite end of the spectrum all the time. Even though we were very similar. And both had parts of each other. I wonder what age it was that I found that out. I didn't go through therapy. Because I um, only had like a couple of months when I finally decided to go get therapy to actually use my insurance. So that didn't work out really well. But when I was, I want to say maybe I was 24. Four maybe twenty three. Um, I had that discovery about why me and my mom um, had the discovery about we, why me and my mom didn't get along so well. And in my case, it's because we are so very much alike, and our personality types don't deal well with one another in like the same household because we need to have our own space because we really need to just be alone. It was interesting to find out. 
Definitely. This ice cream is amazing. I fucking hate these sprinkles, though. How you hating on sprinkles? Because I hate it. everything right now. Not even sprinkles can make me happy. You don't hate my lumps. I know, exactly. You can't even hate on these lumps. But, rounding back around to how we're feeling, um, one of the things that we've been trying to do is minimize the amount of fighting we do. And this period right now has been a real test of our dedication to that because uh, we're both very irritable right now and that is not great when we're feeling like dour and then we're irritable on top of that then we're very prone to fighting over stupid shit. Um... I'm prone to being picky. He's prone to being, like, just aggressive randomly. So. Knock a bitch out. <laughs> so we've had to work on that. Yes. Um. One of the ways we've been doing that is by. Working on staying calm. Even when we're annoyed. That's been something we've had to work on together. Um, it's taken a lot of practice to get there. And it started sort of like... We'd fight and then we get to a certain point and then we'd find a resolution to the problem. And the next time a similar problem came around we'd be able to get there just a little bit quicker. And then a little bit quicker and then a little bit quicker and then a little bit quicker to the point where when the repeat problems are coming up it's sort of doesn't escalate into like being mad and periodically when the new problems come up they still are much more easily solvable through us being able to talk with each other um i know for me one of the ways that we've been able to do that successfully is by making sure that we are communicating clearly. Like, I always tell him not to use code words. Uh, just say exactly what you mean. Don't use, like, euphemisms or anything like that. Just say the words very clearly. Which can be super hard for me to do. <clears throat> because I'm not very good with descriptive, descriptive words. Which is why we're getting you in literacy classes. I realize that's a major problem. Like, is... I don't know how to describe things. That's one of my big problems. I can't really do that. I don't really know how to do that. And so it's hard for me to communicate things. It's hard for me to communicate events or situations or feelings because I don't know how to describe things. 
or analyze things to be able to describe them. <laughs> and I will say that was a problem you had even before your amnesia. But it wasn't this, this bad. It no, it was not like. that bad. It was. This is really bad. Although bad is relative, it's just kind of like um, it is what it is. It seems harder than before. Does it? From what I remember before. Because hmm. I still don't have everything. Well, I'm aware you don't have everything. It's just like... Talking to you now and the fights we have now, or like the... Let's say the discussions we have now. Um, you're actually quicker picking up on why things are wrong, both like between us and... Um, in the world than you ever were before your amnesia. Yeah. I think you are underestimating how much progress you've made. And I think from the outside, people see you... At least I do. Because I'm with you all the time. I see you as being smarter now than you were before. That's what Randy says. He says I really underestimate myself and the progress I've made. But... For me, personally, it only feels like I've taken, like, a little baby step. That's why. It's like, I'm not I'm not putting myself down. And it's true, you have a long way to go. It just seems like I've made a very tiny step. It doesn't seem like that big of a change, but, like, everyone's like, yeah, you're doing okay. Like, remember, you bullshitted through homeschooled high school. So you were starting there... And you gotta work your way back up. And you're working your way through, like, religious bullshit. Brainwashing. Brainwashing. And that is... That's tough all on its own. And we had to start there before we could get to the societal stuff. And then when you saw the societal stuff, you were like, Oh shit, maybe there's some stuff in my personal life I also need to change. It's It's a lot of steps to go through. And most people don't even get through that. And most people don't even get through that. You're right. And you should feel proud of yourself for that. And it should also tell you, you know, you still have a long way to go. And this is exciting that you got this far, but it means that you can do even better. For the first time in my life, I guess I feel excited to see the kind of person I'm going to be in the future. Or, like, tomorrow. Or... Like, a year from now. And that's beautiful. That's really... I never felt that. That's amazing, actually. I'm very happy for you. My side... Because I look back to last year... And... I was like, wow, I'm... A lot different than... I feel different than I was... Last... Even just last year. Mm Mm-hmm. And I know I'll be different next year, too, so. And not just physically, because I change physical stuff all the time. (laughs) And change some inside stuff now. (laughs) With the outside stuff. (laughs) I'm still eating ice creams and cookies. I love eating my feelings. 
That was my favorite shit. Mainly because I just really love food. Mm-hmm. And when I'm feeling sad, it has better, like, Taste I can feel better. the effects on, on me better. Like, when I'm happy, it doesn't have that, like, oh, God, this is orgasmic feeling. But when I'm sad, it's just, like, my life nectar. It's just, like, I live for this. This is my favorite shit. So, I'm just going to enjoy my food right now because I'm going to not want to eat as soon as I get happy again. Did you eat all my cookies? Oh, the oatmeal cookie. There's two cookies up there and there's another cookie right here. Oh, God. I don't want that cookie. You don't want that one? No. Why? It's gross. It's It's fucking gluten-free or something. What the fuck? A gluten-free cookie? That is so sad. It's a gluten-free vegan cookie. Well, don't move the shit for it if you're not going to eat it. I don't know what I'm doing. <laughs> what you're doing either. But it's adorable, and I love you. I just want to go back to bed. That's fine. Are you about ready to end the podcast? Yeah. yeah. Have we gotten anywhere in this podcast? We've been talking for 47 minutes. It doesn't seem like we've even said anything. Well, if we're going to think back... We started with talking about how terrible we feel. We transitioned into talking about ways that you can help yourself emotionally with therapy. You offered that practice, that uh, routine. We talked about ways that we are working to make our communication more clear. We talked about how you're feeling after one year post your amnesia. Yeah, because this month is my one year mm-hmm. on the 20-something. 24th. 24th. October 24th. Mm-hmm. One month after my birthday. So yeah. Again, you're underestimating yourself. I I have that same problem too. Yeah, And I know that we sort of meandered in this episode, but that's sort of like the beauty of Behind Closed Doors is that we're not, it's not always about what we say, but it's about what we do. And in this episode, I gave you, and you gave yourself some self-care as far as dealing with uh, our emotions and sort of like this, this, this conversation we had is cathartic for both of us. And although we both still sort of feel crappy, um, we're in better spirits than we were when we started the podcast. I'm not. Yeah, you are. So. You're just grumpy still. I'm so. <laughs> I'm so Is grumpy. it funny to see me actually be grumpy instead yes, of bitch face, though? It's so cute. Oh, God. So this is what grumpy is. Mm hmm. Oh, I love it. It's great. Mm hmm. <laughs> And horrible. It's great and horrible. You are correct about that. <sighs> you feel bad all the time. But you're so kind to you. Is grumpy like a big sigh? Yeah, you're like Max. Max is grumpy. I know I love you love Max, Max. So much. And that's why you love Max, because she's, you know. She's a cool kid. She's a cool kid who's constantly grumpy. I love it amazing but 
I'm gonna finish eating. I'm gonna stop recording this. I might record another episode so that these shows actually start coming out on Thursday because I'm definitely, or at least probably, I'm not gonna edit this today and get it up, so it'll probably end up like up on Friday. Love you guys. Bye. Bye.